The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. I'm your neighbor, bellying up to my nine-foot homemade oak bar right here in Evergreen Park. Pour yourself a cold one, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb all about Evergreen Park and the surrounding area, and it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Students, are you ready for the holiday break? I mean, Black Wednesday's coming up. Like those college kids, man, they're ready to get down. The downtime right now is a perfect time to relax and get your finances set up with the First National Bank of Evergreen Park with a student checking account that helps you manage the money you have and any you may receive as a gift this holiday season. Convenient mobile app lets you bank from anywhere so you don't have to leave the house. And with no minimum required to open, you'll get your own debit card plus five free nationwide ATM refunds per statement cycle. To open up a student checking account today, visit bankevergreenpark.com slash student slash EP. No minimum required to open. Member FDIC, the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, is sponsoring the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce $250 Money Tree Hunt going on this Saturday, and the EP podcast is right in the middle of this thing. Starting at 9 a.m. at the bank at 95th and Pulaski, you will get your first clue handed to you by Santa Claus. And then for the next couple of hours, you're bouncing around Evergreen Park, you're putting the clues together, you're trying to find the money tree before anybody else can find it. And in the middle of this, there's gonna be a clue released right on the EP podcast feed, which means you wanna make sure you are subscribed anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. Kelly Maroney from the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce on this program, and you will hear us the audio of us hiding the clue. Listen in the background. Those listening to today's EP podcast have a leg up on everybody else participating in this event. Listen to the clue on this show and then make sure you're signed up to go on Saturday at evergreenparkchamber.org and win that $250. Frank Murray from the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce, also on this program. John Brand on this program from Open Outcry. He's got a couple of beers, one that almost won an award that is available right now at his brewery. We're going to try that out and so much more ahead. But let's talk to our first guest sitting down here with me right now. couple of weeks. I haven't talked to you, I don't think, since Oktoberfest, Glenn Panuski. Uh, and you, now you're sitting down here. I, I think the last time we talked, I was like, we got to stop meeting away from the nine-foot homemade oak bar. We have to actually get down here where we do the EP podcast. What's new and exciting? Uh, we've had an exciting fall, I'm telling you. What With some great rec department uh, events that, that, that happened. We had the uh, Oktoberfest, of course, which was wonderful. And, okay, so the Halloween got a little rained out, but what are you going to do about that? They still made the best of it. Uh, yeah. Joseph's here can tell you about that. Yeah, then, well, the Halloween thing on the Friday had the problem. Right. Your Fan of Fest, I thought, did better this year than it did the last time that you did it. And then Halloween itself, I mean, it was eight hours of trick-or-treating. There was no rain out of actual Halloween. That was, that was up for grabs. I kept having to go out and buy more candy during the day. 
So that that was a big success. I felt overall the weekend was big. It was. Yeah. yeah big weekend in Evergreen. Yeah, our, my candy was gone by four o'clock in the afternoon. And I wasn't buying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Josie Donovan's also sitting down here from the rec department. And so Glenn, Glenn brought a, a friend along. So I know Josie has stuff she wants to talk about with the rec department. And Glenn has stuff going on with the village. Who wants to start here? Because, you know, me, I just want all the information. I just want to know what's going on. I just want to keep my finger on the pulse of Evergreen Park. Okay, well, we're, we're recording today, a Thursday. This, I believe, is airing Monday. Monday. Hello, Hello happy Monday, Monday everybody. Yeah. Um, and obviously this week is is um, Thanksgiving week. Yes. So have everyone have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like we've had a rough, what, the last 20 months? And but for the rougher part, for some than others. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Some, I mean, yeah, some you know, people I mean, have been touched by rough, it more than others, but we're all other. here. And I don't feel as bad anymore. Like it was, it was. I felt a lot worse about it, the way the world was last Thanksgiving than I feel this Thanksgiving. Like you know, I mean, right. I, I, yeah, I got my, I got my, my shot. You know, uh, everybody's healthy. We've had it run through the house already once, and everybody did okay. I know that that isn't the case with everybody, but I'm. You know, I'm feeling good about the holidays this year. I'm ready to go. What do, what do we have going out of the village right Well, now? The, really, the big thing that the village would like to push is that, of course, if you look out, there's leaves all over the street. And so we are pleading with you to please put them into your yard waste container first. You can go to any store and buy those paper recycling bags, load those up, if you will. Waste management will service those. The street department is out with the uh, the sucker trucks, truck, I guess you call them. They are out on, in force. But they may not get there when you want them to, did, especially did if Did something you... change? I guess that's what I'm wondering, because I remember, I mean, I've been here for 15 years. I've gotten used to firing them out to the curb. I mean, at the, I always thought that was one of the greatest things that Evergreen Park did is that they picked them up. You're still picking them up. Is it just that it's harder to get to all the houses? Is there an overabundance of leaves? Is this how it always was? And I was just ignorant to it. And well, I just fired my leaves out there. Think of it like a, a, an army general. I yeah. mean, if you look at the le- the trees, there's lots of leaves still on them. Right. I mean, they haven't really come down in bulk yet. So I, I believe what the street, they are out trying to clean up what is out there now, but they want to put the whole army out when everything's down. Right. So that's why if it's a if it's a big deal to you, get those things into the yard waste containers and the bags. You know, because like if you put them out the street right now, it might sit there for a week. And you yeah, can't I mean, get mad they, about. They're that. out, and yeah. it, you, they're not on and a set. And then they blow down the street. Exactly right. right. And, and, then, and, and, and like and, I'm on 99th Street. Okay, middle of the night, some jerk coming home from some bar just drives right through them. Right. And they're just everywhere the next day. Well, it's plus, you don't want to be you don't want to be covering up the sewers either. You know, I right? Mean, so that's you know, like I say. They will magically disappear from in front of your house at some point. Maybe not as quickly as you want it to. So, you know, kind of be a little proactive there. But uh, And also, if you need help, let me give Paisha a plug. She also has the kids um, through the youth department who have signed up to do those kind of chores, whether cutting your grass. Really, that's the best way to get rid of the leaves. Just mow them. That's what I'm going to do this weekend, you know. Um, and, and they'll come out and help, too. So there's... Uh, Many ways to get rid of the leaves. I'm trying to get Dominic Lanuti, my 13-year-old, yeah, yeah, to go yeah. out there and actually rake leaves or money. I was trying to explain to him the other day. I'm like, when your dad was in the sixth grade, all right, I had my own lawn cutting business. I had the Apple IIc fired up. I used a little dot matrix printer. I, it took like an, it took like four hours to print up like 20 flyers, and I went around and handed them out, and I mowed lawns, and I pulled, I did the leaves and everything else like that. I'm like, get off your lazy butt and go make some money. That's right. Stop asking me for it. That's but, you right. know, it just goes in one ear and out the other with these kids. And 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 on Thanksgiving, obviously, the Village Hall is closed as uh, well as the next day. The really? Village Hall You're going to close the it this department. year? You're not going to have it? I mean, who wants to come into the Village Hall on Thanksgiving? No 
nobody. You would be surprised. What is wrong with those people? I, you know, I have no, I, I, I got nothing. <laughs> I will say though, I have, uh, but the fire department did ask me to, uh, to let you know that to please practice safe cooking on Thanksgiving because the home cooking fires happen most often on Thanksgiving. So stand by those pans. And if you're cooking at high temperatures, Turn off the burners before leaving the kitchen. I was a 911 dispatcher. Everybody knows that. Ten years with Cook go. County 911. Four years as a supervisor. Thanksgiving is mostly fire calls. Right. And then later on at night when Uncle Larry insults Aunt May and there's a fist fight. But other than that, those are the only two calls that happen on Thanksgiving. But you get a high abundance of fire calls. Josie Donovan, you ever light your uh, kitchen on fire during Thanksgiving? I'm going to be honest. I'm not much of a cook. So, nope. Good for you. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't happen. <laughs> We usually order in, so that's it. let someone else handle the fire. That's awesome. I love that answer. That's the best. Josie is uh, the program coordinator over at the rec department. That, that correct? I got that all right? You got Look it. Look at that. I nailed that one Perfect. down. And uh, you are handling all kinds of different things at the rec department, but you also handle those big events. Oktoberfest right there in your wheelhouse. That was you guys. And now you got Dickens Fest coming up, which I, I remember Dickens Fest as being the last big event before 20 months ago, the world went upside down. And I have fond memories of it and pictures of it. And we were out there at it and we'd love to be at it again this year. And the trolley's going along and the carolers are out there. And it was just an awful lot of fun. And it was over at the new community center. And we, you know, we haven't been able to do that. Last year, I think Santa sat on the back of a truck and you drove by and waved to him. So what is this year going to be like? So this year we're going back to the old school. So we'll be doing two to seven on Saturday, December 4th. We'll have Santa out there for the kids because we know they want to get out there and, and give their wish lists. They'll be face painting for the kids, cookie decorating. Again, we'll have that holly trolley. We'll be back to take rides around Circle Park, see everybody's house, how nicely they're decorated. Really get everyone back out. There'll be a large obstacle course for the kids in the park. Polar Express train rides for the kids. And then to top the evening, we will have the tree lighting with Mayor Burke. And we'll have Evergreen Park High School Madrigals will be uh, singing for I us. I love the Madrigals. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the Madrigals. Last year, the Madrigals came and sang outside my house. I want to... Like, I, I want them so badly down here in the studio. But I keep all their stuff. Like, it was funny. Amy Kazin over there runs it. Was like, oh, you know... She was concerned that I didn't have any any madrigal audio. I'm like, Amy, I have I have several years of madrigals that come over here and sing. We've we've got plenty of madrigals singing until you guys are able to get back over here again. But I love watching them perform. I love the outfits they put on. Like I love, they, they, it's like it's like watching minstrels show up and start singing at an event. That's so much fun. It's gorgeous. So I mean, we're really looking forward to it. We've missed it, and I know everybody wants to get back out, and and we can't wait to see everybody. And so, again, it's on the 4th. When does it start? When does it end? 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. So 6 p.m. will be tree lighting with Mayor Burke from 6 to 7. But 2 to 6 will be all the fun. We'll have some food vendors. We'll have Broncos out there with us. We're going to try a new one uh, from Evergreen Tone Capones. It's a taco truck. Yeah. They were supposed to be with us for Oktoberfest, but they had a last change of plans. But they're going to be with us. Youth department will be doing hot dogs. So we got a little bit of everything. Hot cocoa, all the good stuff. That's awesome. I'm if gonna... you go home hungry, it's your own fault. Right. right. No doubt. Right. I, I always think about this, and I remember learning about this a couple of years ago. The person that is most stressed out on that day is the guy that lights the tree. The person that has to make sure that it's working. Bill Green. Bill Green. I know Bill. I know Bill. I didn't want to, I wasn't sure if I was going to drop his name there, but I've had that conversation with Bill. And he told me the night before that he is just 
He's like, oh my goodness, what if this thing doesn't light when she hits the button? Like when Mayor Sexton was there, oh my, what happens after he's done with his speech? He hits the button and half of it lights. Like he is the most stressed out person on that it's day. It's an ongoing joke. And yeah. during one of the Dickens, he still gets angry with us when we bring it up. But we t- plugged in the obstacle course, which popped the fuse. To the tree. To the tree. <laughs> and I have never seen anybody Poor so Bill. pale in the face. Oh. I. We still apologize and we still joke, but it was not funny. And he quickly fixed it. And when we plugged it in, I know he was sweating. Oh, I and love it. it. Lit. I love it. I love it. What What else is the rec department up to? I know it's just can't be just Dickens Fest. We have Dickens. We have uh, preschool still rolling. So they're going to get their Thanksgiving shows underway. That's awesome. So exciting. We're going to yeah. do Christmas shows again. You know, obviously we'll be limited with how many people that students can bring, but but we're just glad to have parents back in the building. Yeah, I, I you know what? Those kids are so cute at that age. You only get that once. So Honest being to able gosh. to go back and do those things, like I always found, like I have, I have three kids, ranging one of them turned sixteen this weekend. That's it's my oldest. Isn't I have a sixteen-year-old daughter. I have a fifteen-year-old. This it's is the terrifying. thing that frightened me from the moment I found out it was going to be a girl. I was like, oh no, one day I'll have a teenage daughter who has a driver's license like this. And I worried about that a decade and a half ago, and I'm now living in it. Okay. And then I have my son who's 13 and I have the little guy who's six. And, you know, last year when there wasn't the everybody crowd into a building and watch these kids sing songs badly and they sing them terribly. They're awful. They don't know the words. Half of them don't sing. Three of them are picking their nose. And like, I always said, I hate this. And last year I was like, I miss it. Like, I mean, you don't get to do that again. So that's exciting. You're getting to do that again. We are. And we're going to kick back up Santa visits the house, which we obviously weren't able to do last year. So we're going to start taking reservations on Monday, November 22nd. Those will start, I think, the 10th, Monday, December 10th. And they'll run through Christmas Eve. That's awesome. So it's a 20-minute visit. You know, get them in and out. But have the kids sit on Santa's lap, get a few pictures. Really cool. We're really excited. Cool. If We're somebody wants excited. to find out more, I know you guys are, 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 do they go to the village website? Do you have your own? I can't remember. Village website under recreation or give us a call at 708-229-3373. Josie Donovan, Glenn Panuski. That was good. I enjoyed that. Hey, happy holidays, everybody. Yes. Happy holidays. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. So on Saturday, the 27th, coming up, we have a massive treasure hunt going on in Evergreen Park. And Kelly Maroney from the Chamber of Commerce and some of her friends were on the show last week. But now comes the time where we place the $250 money tree at its location where it will be hidden, where people have to find it. And Kelly, are you, first of all, I feel like there's a clue just in the noise in the background. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) You'll have to come out and hunt for it. (laughs) So we're going to place this money tree. It is a tiny little 
laminated tree. People have to find this. On Saturday, they win 250 bucks for the first person to find it. Nine o'clock in the morning at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski. They show up, and from what I understand, the first clue and Santa Claus will be there? Yes, we just heard today that Santa Claus is coming to town on November 27th, and he's going to help give out the first clue at First National Bank of Evergreen Park. All right, so you get the first clue. You go to several different locations throughout the morning and the early afternoon in Evergreen Park, and then eventually, hopefully, you're the person that finds $250 from the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce. At some point, a clue will be given out right here on the EP podcast. That release will happen during the treasure hunt on Saturday. Make sure you're subscribed anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. And where do people go to pre-register for the treasure hunt coming up on Saturday? So you can head over to evergreenparkchamber.org and there's an RSVP link right there. Um, go ahead and just register for that so you can just make sure that you're all set up to get any, any additional clues and details about the hunt that way. All right, we're right here at the location where this thing is going to be placed. All right, and good luck to everybody. Eat your turkey, stuff yourself, recover on Friday, but be in running shape on Saturday. I don't think they're going to have to run, right? They're gonna, this is more problem-solving, clue-solving. It's going to be difficult. We talked about this on the last episode. If people missed it, they can go back and listen to you guys kind of go through the whole process for it. But I think it's going to be fun. It's going to take a couple of hours to really get to the end of it, but you can get in there and actually win 250 bucks. Right. Yep. It's going to be fun. We just want you to come out, look at, check out our businesses and shop local. Awesome. All right. Let's place it. Make sure nobody's looking, Kelly. All right. All right. Nobody's looking. All right. All right. We're going to get out of here before somebody notices us. All right. So listen to the EP podcast all week long. Listen on Saturday, the 27th, when the time comes for the clue, at some point you'll be told to listen to the EP podcast for the next clue. I can't wait to see who wins. I can't wait to watch this happen. I'm upset I can't participate, but Good luck on Saturday, Kelly. Good luck, everyone. I'm so excited. Shop local spotlight time here on the EP podcast. Remember to shop local. Do not forget if you ever need a tow, Dreamers Towing and Recovery, they're going to take care of all of you here in Evergreen Park and in the surrounding area. They're specific for right here, Evergreen Park, the little parts that are around Evergreen Park into Beverly, Mount Greenwood, over to Hometown in Oak Lawn. They want to make sure that you get a great price when you're in trouble. Look, you don't need a tow all the time, but when you do need a tow, you want a guy who's going to take care of your car. 773-410-4549. Give Tony a call. Dreamers, a locally owned business. They also buy your junk cars, give you a good price on it. Once again, stick that number in your phone. 773-410-4549. If you need a tow in and around Evergreen Park. They're offering yoga over at Grinders Training Academy. You may not know about this place, but I've known about them for a while. We actually talked about them here on the EP Podcast, 102nd and Kedzie Avenue. This is the kind of place you send your kid up to if you want your kid to learn how to work out. If you got a kid playing, let's say, softball. My daughter was a was a 12-inch softball player, girl softball. They've got batting cages. They've got pitching mounds up there, private instruction. They even do yoga for kids 10 and up. They're doing family yoga, so you can bring your kid. You go yourself. Kid's an adult. They got fitness classes as well. Check out all they have to offer. Find out about facility rental for events and private coaching. Grinders Academy, there's a Z. So it's Grinder with a Z Academy. Grindersacademy.com. One of my favorite things to do is get out of the basement and head over to my favorite brewery in the entire area. 
and that is Open Owl Cry right here, a little bit south of 109th and Western on Western Avenue. And I have John Brand sitting here with me, and we are going to try some barrel-aged beers today. And this is my favorite thing in the world to do, John, is take a good beer and then watch the ABV just jump up on it. I'm a big bourbon drinker. I'm a big whiskey drinker. You're combining my whiskey and my beer. Uh, tell me a little bit about the process of, of barrel aging something. Is it easy or hard? It's adds a little bit more complexity to the brewing process if you, if you want to make great beers. Uh, for those that have been drinking smaller craft batch beers the last couple of years, everybody knows that barrel-aged beers has been uh, a trendy beer style and has gained a ton of popularity in the last five, six, seven, eight years. And uh, most breweries have started a barrel-aged program, uh, and we're no different than that. Our barrel age program is based on a relationship that we have with Journeyman Distillery out in Southwest Michigan, and we have a deal with them where uh, all our all our beers we age in Journeyman whiskey and bourbon barrels, and we've been doing that since we've opened for the last four years, and that relationships worked well for us. Uh, we like the the flavors and the and the and the all the different interesting deep wood and bourbon notes and whiskey notes that those contribute to our beers and. Uh, it's become sort of what we're known for, this partnership with Journeyman and how that makes uh, our beers just slightly different than everybody else's. So one of the ones that we have here is this old ale. That uh, what, What's the name of this one? And uh, is this one of your regular beers, this old ale? Or is this, uh, is this something that was made specific for the barrel? We do. So this old ale is called Debits and Credits. Uh, we've done it every year we've been open. We do it in the fall. Uh, it's the old ale style, which is a traditional uh, English style beer, high ABV, a um, lot of fruity esters, uh, a complex blend of you know, dried fruit, uh, caramel, molasses, nutty toffee notes, and that comes from the type of grain that you use in those. Uh, amber, very dark, ruby reddish, and uh, Will Turner, our head brewer, has been making this beer for a very long time, and he brought that here and does a really nice job with it. It was aged in journeyman bourbon barrels, and um, we get great feedback at it uh, for this beer. We brought this beer to uh, Fobab, the Festival of Barrel Aged Beers, last week, and we got a lot of great feedback on it. Yeah, it's a really solid one. I'm going to tell you, I there are certain beers that I like to have in a bourbon barrel, and then there are other ones that I'm not so sure if it's it's very good. I think it's difficult. I think stouts are probably the easiest thing to put into a bourbon barrel. I think that I it's really hard for me to find people that screw that up. When you get into things like an ale, you could really mess it up. You guys did a good job at this well, one. I, I, I think that most people are just familiar with stouts and bourbon barrels. What's happened over the last couple of years is the breweries have gotten, as you know, creativity in, in the brewing industry is what drives a lot of interest and, and, and is what people really like. And, you're, and in the last couple of years, it's, it, putting beers in barrels has gone beyond stouts. They're doing mainly high ABV beers, but different styles now are going into barrels and there's much more diversity out there in the type of beer styles that breweries are experimenting with and putting in barrels and aging them on wood. You know, the other one you have here, I think, is a brown ale. That's what I'm tasting here in, in a bourbon barrel. And uh, this one, you know, brown ales to me always feel like they're fall and almost like woodsy. Like I should be sitting in the middle of a forest while I'm drinking it. That's kind of how I always feel about it. You guys make a great brown. Yep. It's very hard to find places that make good brown ales. Not everybody can do it very well. Adding the bourbon barrel to it was just, just a bonus. Our brown ale, called the Big Board Brown, has been a beer that we've been doing again since we've opened. 
Uh, Will every year puts a couple batches of the big board in barrels. And the brown ale is a, it's a traditional English, another traditional English style beer. Caramel notes, uh, moderate sweetness, uh, toffee notes in it, and that beer ages very well on wood as well. This Imperial Brown is over 10%, and once again, we put it in the Journeyman Bourbon Barrels. And we brought this beer to the Festival of Barrel-Aged Beers last week as well, and this one went pretty far in the judging medal rounds. We didn't quite get over the hump and get a medal, but I know we were right up there towards the end, and we almost we almost got some hardware on this one. But we'll continue to make tweaks on it and continue to improve it. But this beer, the beer, this beer of Will's, uh, has gotten some traction in the Chicagoland market. When we put it on, we do see guys coming in, gals coming in that are familiar with this beer and they want to try it and see what it tastes like this year. Are you a uh, big treasure hunter? You ever you ever do like like contests, try to figure out like where things are? I don't know if you've heard about this thing that they've got going on coming up this Saturday. They've got the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce money tree hunt. You actually have to go from place to place, get clues, and in the end, somebody's going to win $250 in cash on Saturday. And, and like, I mean, like, are you like a problem solver? Like, are you, are you somebody that's into like getting into something and figuring it out and trying to be the first one to solve it or no? I'm an entrepreneur and a small business owner. If you don't like doing that, you should, probably shouldn't own your own business. So, <laughs> as you know, uh, yes, yes, I am. Uh, where do I sign up? Go to the chamber website. Okay. You're, gonna, you're gonna participate? Yeah, why not? It's awesome. Yeah. I'm not super fast, but I'm really <laughs> but I'm really big. And I'll knock you over with momentum. So I, I think it'd be amazing if all of a sudden it was like, who won? John Brand won. Really? Yeah, he just went out and came over well, Once you get all once you get all this mass moving, it's hard to stop it. <laughs> John, uh, love your place, love barrel-aged beers. I mean, seriously, if you're not heading over to Open Outcry at some point in the next week or so to try these barrel-aged beers or just enjoy, I know you're very soon going to be opening up the cabins up top where people can can get those reserved and, and they're going to be able to go up there with their friends and order up on the rooftop, which is always a really cool thing. They're going to be trying out the new way that they can order food, like not only the waitress, but you just go ahead and scan the QR code. You can get yourself an extra beer. You don't have to wait for them to come around. You can throw a food order in. You can add things to your table. There's so many different things going on here. It's definitely a place you want to check out right here just to the south of 109th and Western, man. Thank thank you so much. It's always a pleasure seeing you. And uh, I'm looking forward to having having the rest of this beer with you. Cool. I'm also looking forward to seeing you run down the street and try to win a money tree. (laughs) You know, I get muscle aches all the time. I've gone from being able to do whatever I want to and not feeling any pain to basically getting pain for any kind of physical activity. Good news, there's a local family-owned Southside business that provides a CBD topical that will not break the bank. Creaky Bone Balm offers concentrated relief for creaky bones. It is an effective hemp-based CBD in a rejuvenating balm. And guess what? It's made in small batches, always free of preservatives, and all natural ingredients. It's great for muscle aches, tension, inflammation, joint pain. You can even use it for skin ailments like burns and dry cracked skin. Right now, go to creakybone.com and use the promo code BASEMENT. Get 20% off your order. And now check out the new 2,500 milligram balm with reduced pricing on their classic balms. Right now at creakybone.com. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, Frank Murray's back. He's the head of the Evergreen Park Public Library. He's had a festival named after him already in his short stay. And he's a good boy because it's the middle of the afternoon and I tried to offer him an afternoon Guinness. And he was like, no, no, Chris, 
The books, <laughs> the what would happen to the books if I started drinking early today? That's They'd be I mean, all out of order. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what about find the anything? children? If I have to go back over there, I get it. You're such a yeah. You, you know, here's the thing. You're one of the few people that come over here that wear their name tag when they come over here, which I love because I'm not going to screw up your name while we're doing the podcast. Even yeah, though you, I've known you for a while, you might now. not know who I am. So yeah. I got to got to remind you. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good, Chris. Yeah? Doing good. How yeah? about yourself? Good, good. We got Thanksgiving coming up. Big plans in the Murray house. What do you do? You cook? Do you go someplace else? What do you do? I know I don't cook. I just bring the family around. My yeah. mom always has something, so we go over there with everybody and uh, have a good time. It'll be good. A lot of food. So lot you're of a mooch. You show Some up, you go, mom. You show up. You got a basket full of laundry yeah, still. Like I've been doing it since I've been born. Right. So you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, my 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 wife makes the the dish that we bring right, over. So right. I don't, you know. Well, we we've been trying to do that thing where we we're we'll like, oh, we'll host. And you could just see the resistance in my parents. They're like, oh, the moment that I give it up, mm-hmm. now I'm the older person that comes over to the house and I have no control. Like, they don't want me to take it. They're like, because they remember what it was like when they took it over. And then my grandparents would come show up and all they did is come over and sit on the couch. And they were like, you know, the elderly couple sitting there. And they're not ready for that. My parents, right. they, you know, they're 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 like, they're going to pretend they're 25 until they're in the ground. <laughs> like, that's their plan. Okay. Yeah, th- Thanksgiving's always been my mom's holiday. It's like the one holiday she gets everybody together. That's awesome. It's a good time. That's she awesome. loves it. All right. Yeah. Turkey or ham guy? Turkey. Turkey. I've Turkey. seen these people. People are into ham now on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I was like, why, why is that? I mean, you know, ham's pretty good, but you got to go with the turkey. Yeah. yeah. got to go with the turkey. All right. Good stuff. All right. So what are we doing over at the library? At the library. Having some sort, I would imagine you're having some sort of uh, special thing where people can come in and for Three dollars can deep fry their own turkey or something like that, right? No, right. yeah, no. Learn your own, uh, get <laughs> learn, your, learn your own deep fry recipe. I would imagine library. the insurance on that would be through the Just roof. You probably little. could yeah, pull that off. They probably frown off on, yeah, frown yeah. on that. Definitely but, would have uh, to be an age limit. But anyway, uh-huh. yeah, we're we're gearing up for 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 the Christmas and the holiday season already for right. December here. All right, cool. We got right away. Uh, on I'm going to let you talk about Christmas before Thanksgiving actually hits and break a cardinal rule, but I'm going to let you do it. Thank you. Well, right. you, you wanted me to come talk I holidays. Know. So I know. I'm here talking That's holidays. That's right. Go for it. So we're gearing up for the holidays. We got on Wednesday, December 1st from 630, 830, we're going to be doing letters to Santa because every little kid, they need to get their letter to Santa, tell them how good they've been and what they want. Got to get ready for that. And you guys mail it because you have Santa's address. We got Santa's address. Man, yeah, library's got all the cool North stuff. North Pole comes directly to every library. Yeah, and then picks up the mail and then yeah. sends it back. Yeah, so, I yeah, imagine a little the... elf just walking in. Hey, Frank, and you just kind of hand him all the letters and he just walks yep. out. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Ask how Santa's doing. <laughs> That's how you know. Make Frank's sure he's been, on time. That's how you know Frank's been drinking in the middle of the day. <laughs> Elves start showing. Up. Elves start showing. Up. <laughs> And then speaking of Santa, Chris, speaking of Santa, we're having the man himself uh, at the library Saturday, December 4th at 10.15 a.m. And we got limited capacity, so make sure you sign up. We're going to have stories, games, ornament making, snacks, you name it. We're going to be having, and it's actually the official Santa at this year's Millennium Park tree lighting. Wow. Yes. Wow. Look at that. And you know what? You're like perfectly fit into that day because you got Dickens Fest later on and that's on December 4th as well, but it starts later in the afternoon. So you can get things going at the library, make a whole day of it with the kids. Yeah. It's almost like we planned it. Yeah. Almost like you guys got together or something right. like that. That's right. right. Like the village is small and people talk to each other. It's amazing. But no, that sounds like it's going to be an awesome day. December 4th will be a lot of fun. And then for those kids that are off on, spr- on spring break, that's spring not break. Yet. Not yet. Christmas break. <laughs> We've got uh, we got a winter maker break series uh, Monday December twentieth, 
and Tuesday, December 21st, and Wednesday, December 22nd at 11 a.m. for grades K through five. We're making all sorts of fun holiday uh, ornaments, um, tree slime, all sorts of fun stuff. What's it called? Make or break? Winter make or break, like making, uh-huh. like make or break. Oh, okay. Like not because you said ornaments, and I just imagine you named it that because kids would come in and some would be successful making an ornament, <laughs> and some would drop some them. Would break. Like my youngest does whenever we're putting ornaments on the tree and break them. It happens every once in a while, right. but yeah, no, we're go- we're shooting for that maker community, you know, gotcha. making making gotcha. your stuff. All right. Yeah. I always go to the worst with your names. Well, I'm like, oh, there's broken ornaments on the ground. That's the first thing I heard, Frank. That's what Get I heard. Get the vacuum out. <laughs> uh, and then we're also really excited. This is on Wednesday, December 8th at 6 p.m. We're having the Evergreen Park Community High School Madrigals out. They're doing, uh, they're going to give us a little bit of performance. And then we're also doing having an art opening exhibit. We've got a couple students from uh, the high school that are doing a little bit art display. Oh, cool. So we're, we're te- teaming it up. And that's going to be Wednesday, December 8th at 6 p.m. All right, so you got madrigals coming. You yeah, got, uh, you madrigals got coming. Thing on the fourth. You, you got this thing with the ornaments being broken all over the ground. Not not exactly. With our teens, we're having a special teen event. Um, we're we're calling it book with a slice, and I'll explain this. Is it's there for, pizza? There's pizza. All right, there's pizza involved. Right. And a uh, big shout out to Baracos for providing. Um, what we're gonna do is uh, we've got a QR code for kids to scan. Uh, they can scan that. It leads them to a Google form. They fill out with their reading likes and suggestions what they want to read. Uh, we'll have our awesome librarians put together a specialized reading box for those students. They come and pick them up on Monday, December 20th from 6 to 845. They can hang out in the adult quiet reading room. They're going to take over Ooh. that room that night. Ooh. So watch out. We'll have Look the fire that. going. Um, they can uh, they can check out their uh, reading box and they get a certificate from Baracos for their own personal pizza. You got lots of good ideas. There's a, there's a lot of talented people at the library that work at the library. Chris. These aren't there's all your lot. ideas. Oh man. If I could say <laughs> yes, I'd have a couple, quite a few people upset with me, but no, this is, this is definitely the staff. They do an amazing job. They do an amazing job. They make me look good on your podcast. I always tell sure. every, anybody that comes on this show and they start saying, well, there were a lot of people that help with this. I'm like, you don't need to say that. Just take credit, man. Just get no, in there. And this like, is 100 percent true, this. though. Right, right. I have not done a single thing. Yeah. I just came here to promote it. No. <laughs> you get the fun job. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and my my last big thing that I want to sh- shout out is to uh, for our library foundation. We hope everybody on Giving Tuesday, Tuesday, November 30th, everybody thinks of the library. Um, all the donations to the foundation funded some really cool things like our trichedelic bike, um, everybody's favorite, the fish tank. Uh, our summer reading programs, the story walk, and even way back when the quiet reading room, when that was built, that was funded through uh, donations made through the uh, library foundation. So on Tuesday, November 30th, if you're in that giving mood, uh, visit the library's website or stop in um, and donate in person. We'll have plenty of opportunities, but visit the website, www.evergreenparklibrary.org. Um, and the goal for next year, we're going to be hopefully using these funds. Uh, the foundation would like to sponsor um, scholarships to a service called Career Online High School, which provides people that weren't able to finish high school for whatever reason, whatever happened in life, or they weren't able to graduate high school, that gives them the opportunity to go back. It's an online credited program um, that will allow them to get their high school diploma. That's awesome. Really cool. Really good ideas over there. None of them yours. 
but really, really good ideas <laughs> over there. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.